This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space. The Federal Financial Institutions Examination Council is expected to issue new security guidance revisiting online banking and strong authentication. And a new report from ITE finds internal fraud at most institutions is underreported. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group, here with the Editor's Choice for the month of January. The FFIEC is expected to issue new security guidance that revisits online banking and strong authentication. At least that's the word from industry experts who have been involved in recent meetings with the FFIEC. Aviva Leighton, a distinguished analyst at Gartner, says she left a recent FFIEC subcommittee meeting with the clear sense that big changes are on the way. While none of the principals in the discussions will talk on the record about any specifics of the expected new guidance or its timeline, observers believe the update will be issued soon. What might the new guidance include? Well, Leighton says we can expect more centralized IT examinations and more precise definitions for what strong authentication requires. Guidance for mobile banking is likely to fall into that fold as well. There is good stuff in the last guidance, Leighton says, but bankers have not focused on those things. Instead, they focused on authentication and did the minimum. Some of the good stuff from the 2005 guidance, Leighton says, includes defining multi-factor authentication. For instance, most banks focused on basic passwords for authentication, fulfilling the something you know requirement and ignoring the rest, such as something the user has or something the user is. Leighton says, I got the feeling that the guidance this time will be much more specific, suggesting banks might even be held more accountable in future cases of account takeover. Now after this short break, I'll be right back with more news highlights from our month. Are you responsible for your institution's compliance program? Do ATM fraud, ACH fraud, and online fraud keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the BankInfoSecurity.com educational webinar library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit BankInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. What are the top security threats for 2011? Industry experts pinpoint nine areas banking institutions should keep their eyes on this year, and mobile, social networks, and malware are among the top three. As mobile application robustness has increased, so too have security risks. Many banks are experiencing deja vu, reliving all the hard lessons they learned during the early days of online banking. Yuri Rivner of RSA Security says mobile browsing, not downloadable mobile applications, will be more targeted in the coming year, since most mobile users continue to use their online banking sites to conduct banking functions. And mobile's connection to social media is growing as well, with Twitter and Facebook apps offered more often and to more mobile users. Institutions embracing mobile also are embracing social networks, says Rod Rasmussen of Internet Identity. With more banks on social networks, expect to see more fake sites using social networks like Twitter and Facebook to try to trick people into giving up vital information, he says, including login credentials and social security numbers. And in the malware space, institutions can just expect things to get worse. Concerted attacks launched against online banking sites will likely make stronger authentication a necessity, says Ori Eisman, founder of 41st Parameter. 
The amount and velocity of fraud could force new and stronger authentication methods and more stringent procedures, such as dual signatures and dual authentications, he says. And we close out the month with a look at internal fraud. It ranked among the top nine security threats that banks will face in 2011. And a new report from ITA Group supports that ranking, finding that internal fraud at most banks and credit unions is underreported if detected at all. Julie McNelly, a senior analyst with ITA Group and author of the report, Internal Fraud, The Devil Within, says internal fraud damages an institution's reputation, is often difficult to detect, and is getting more prevalent now that organized crime has figured out how easy it is to plant employees who are more than willing to steal internal information. Here is Julie McNally. There's, there's really three overarching themes. The, the first is that internal fraud is today a significant issue and will continue to be so um, into the foreseeable future. Uh, understanding the scope of internal fraud is a challenge for financial institutions because the legacy systems that many of them rely upon don't accurately track the fraud. And then the lack of prosecution is a challenge for the industry. Um, you know, obviously, financial institutions don't want to be in the headlines every other week prosecuting their employees for fraud, but that leads to the, the issue that the perpetrators are you know, free to go and continue perpetrating fraud at other financial institutions. That's this month's Editor's Choice. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. Have a great month. This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.BankInfoSecurity.com.